This podcast is sponsored by ebookit.com, self-publishing solutions for the independent author and small press. Visit us today at ebookit.com. Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast, the official podcast of Toastmasters International. Hello, everybody. This is Greg Gazin. There are many inspiring stories of transformation through Toastmasters, and we're thrilled to have one here to share with you today. Our guest today is Jane Osemige, a passionate and resilient young professional who loves to spread kindness to everyone she comes across. Jane has a decade of experience in product and project management in the financial service, energy, and technology industries. Jane is currently the Vice President of the International Institute of Business Analysis, Nova Scotia Chapter, where she volunteers to mentor and coach members on business requirement gathering, communication, and understanding customer pain points. A Toastmaster since 2016, Jane was a Charter President of the AWN Toastmasters Club in Nigeria, Africa, under the Access Bank Women Initiative for one of Africa's leading financial institutions, and was recognized for excellence, earning her the Access Bank Brand Ambassador Award in 2019. Jane is a distinguished Toastmaster and the immediate past area director in District 45 and a member of the Bedford Basin Toastmasters, a hybrid club based in Bedford, Nova Scotia. Jane's article, Reaching My Full Potential, Toastmasters Helped Me Find My Confidence and Enhance My Career, appeared in the My Turn section of the October 2023 issue of the Toastmaster magazine. Jane Osemigi. Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast. Thank you so much, Greg. How are you doing today? Oh, it's the morning after our Canadian Thanksgiving. So, of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we both had a little bit too much to eat yesterday. I know. You know, it's so much to be thankful for. And it's more like a reflection of thanking God, thanking the universe, thanking whatsoever you believe in, you know, for giving you the grace to send on the beautiful Thanksgiving. I really love it. I agree wholeheartedly. Once again, Jane, congratulations on getting your article published in the Toastmaster magazine. How does it feel? Thank you. <laughs> I feel so blessed, you know, seeing my story being published to all over Toastmasters and excited. I feel so blessed. I feel so, <laughs> so joyful because I got a lot of feedback from friends who read the articles, you know, telling me, Jane, the story really inspired me to do better. So that's amazing, you know, having the story that inspire people to be the best version of themselves, having the story to make people want to do better and want people to challenge themselves to go above those limits. So that's really amazing for me. That's why I say I really feel very blessed to have my article published in Toastmaster, and I'm really grateful for that opportunity. That's wonderful. Now, in the article, you share that you're a confident, seasoned, and distinguished Toastmaster. I am reaching my full potential. I see a blessed, confident, black, and gifted woman in me. Looking back, what was it like for you before? Well, I would say it was really, it was very rough in the sense that uh, I was bullied in high school, where as a teenager, probably I just lost myself. What? I was often laughed at and mocked at, and that really affected my confidence level, really affected the way I see myself. I can even hardly speak in front of my peers. I could not even communicate effectively because before I even tried to say one or two lines of sentence, my peers started laughing at me, mocking at me, calling me different names. I will say that uh, I often allow people's opinion, you know, define me. And I just 
times I feel that I, I am not even worthy. I think I feel that I'm not probably because I'm not beautiful enough or I'm not, I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not, I'm not the one that the world won't really want me to see, want to see me as a teenager. And that really greatly affected my part as well. And also couple of the fact that I lost my mom as a young teenager, that's also really affect the way I see myself or how, how I position myself in the world. Because I, I, way back then, I feel that I wasn't loved enough. I feel that God doesn't love me, people doesn't love me, or the universe doesn't love me. And putting me to that rough edge really affected the way I see myself, really affects my, my ability to really do more, really affected my ability to see myself beyond my limit. And, and that was really very rough, you know. Yeah, I can fully relate. I I lost a loved one when I was younger, and also I was also bullied as well. I can uh, I can certainly relate to that. I know in the article you mentioned I often allowed the opinions of others to matter, which ate up my confidence. So I'm I'm a little curious. How did that impact you, and what were some of the things that you did to overcome it? Like I earlier mentioned, high school I was bullied, and when I was done with high school. I was into college as well. So I, I, sit, I took that kind of mindset, you know, feeling inadequate enough to, to college. And now I usually see myself, you know, see myself as someone who has that ability to be able to do extraordinary things. One day when I was almost in final year in college, someone told me, said something very nasty to me about, that I'm not smart enough, that I'm, I'm not beautiful enough. I really cried and that really touched me. It so much touched me that I went home and I look, I look at the mirror and tell myself that I can never allow anyone, any human bully me anymore. I can never allow what people see define me. So then I started drawing some courage for myself, started, you know, identifying the kind of people that I need to move around with, people I need to talk to, people I'm very, then became very skeptical, people I share my dreams with. And also when I got into Assets Bank, that's what I said in my career as well. I started going, I, I was started fully into the professional space as well. I still see that little trait of me allowing what people say define me when I want to do things. People keep looking at me that, oh, you're not smart enough. I don't think you can do this. I, I don't think you can do that. And so when joining Toastmasters, so joining Toastmasters 2016, and when I read through about what Toastmasters mean and what it entails, I really said, this is it. So when I joined Toastmaster, I became to see myself as a valuable asset. I came to see myself that I can really do all things. I can, whenever I put my, my mind into it as well. So I became very, very, I started defining my boundaries. I started defining the boundaries of people who come into my space. I defined who I share my dreams with. I became, I became so, so so very positive that even when you speak negativity around me, it doesn't get to me. And I ensure that my space and work is full of positive mindsets. And I started saying positive affirmations to myself every day, like I'm blessed, I'm worthy and amazing. I'm capable of great and mighty things. So those things really shift my atmosphere. It really shifts my mindset for me to see that I am truly a confident black woman. Excellent. So obviously you made that decision that you were going to turn things around. Toastmasters came into play. And on that note, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in Toastmasters. There was a circumstance within your within your company that allowed for the creation of a new Toastmasters club. So how did Toastmasters come into your life? Oh, fantastic. Around mid-May 2016, so one beautiful Thursday 
afternoon. I was about going for my lunch. So I got an email from all HRO under the uh, Women Initiative, AWN Women Initiative, that's Access Women Network Initiative. The organization wanted to set up a Toastmasters club. When I heard the word Toastmaster, and they wanted members to be part of it who are interested to come for the meeting. In my mind, I said, oh, do they want to toast Jane? <laughs> so <laughs> I just quickly Googled what Toastmaster is all about. And when I, what I read, it was, oh, it's a public speaking club that helps to improve your leadership and your communication skills. I said, this is it. This is what I really want. This is the turning point for me. So I quickly replied the email that I'm interested. And I went for the meeting and the management talked about what Toastmaster is all about what the the role Toastmaster is going to play in our in our lives as an employees and how it's going to affect us greatly. I was just nodding my head in the meeting. I was really happy. I was excited. I said this really helped me help my confidence skills, help to take away that shyness that I've been trying to work on since when I was a teenager. That's how I knew about Toastmaster. So it's like, this is what I've been waiting for for my <laughs> whole life. And and so much so that even given your we'll call it a shy state you decided to take on the role of the charter president. So Jane, what was going through your mind at that time? I wanted to be a uh, very super active in Toastmaster after Googling and seeing what Toastmaster is all about. And after the meeting with the management as well, they just told us, okay, for those who are interested, you have the management approval to set up the club. What I did was to uh, write a memo. So we had some executive who came around like the team Coyote was more like our club coach who were ensuring that we understood what the role, our role as Toastmaster is. So he helped me to review the memo I did, which entails the costs of setting up the club, being the charter club and member club dues as well. And I sent the memo to the management and they all, they approved. And so the members who were interested said, Jane, we love the energy you're putting into this. We love your empathy. We love your kindness. We love the way how you're showing up into this. We want you to be the charter president. <laughs> I was amazed. At the back of my mind, I said, this shy Jane, this Jane who can't even speak to her peers, now become the charter president. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man. So I have so much Confident in me because when people could believe in me, so I should really believe in myself. So I agreed. I became the charter president of the AWN Toastmasters Club in 2016. <laughs> so there was never any doubt the shy Jane was going to be successful as the club, as the charter president. <laughs> no. Oh, that's great. So Toastmasters obviously has been transformational. Tell us just how it's changed you. Any, any specific examples you can give us? I have really changed a lot. My mindset has changed. The way I see myself has changed. I see myself as one that is truly loved by God. So no one can bully me anymore. <laughs> no one. So Toastmasters really greatly changed me a lot. In terms of, first of all, I will say about constructive feedback. True Toastmaster, I've been able to, you know, gracefully give people. When people want to tell you, okay, you, you, you shouldn't do something like this. You should do something like this. When I try to give people feedback, I ensure that I give those feedback with love, with kindness, not just speaking, not just saying things out of my mind. But I also try to say, okay, if someone said this kind of word to me, how am I going to take it? How, how, how is it going to affect my life? So Toastmasters greatly helped me a lot to check the words I pushed out from my out of my mouth. So if this word are not defying the words are not are not making you to be a better person, if the word is not inspiring you to be the best version of yourself, is this word are not kind, 
I just remain silent. And secondly, it has also helped me improve my confidence scale. I will tell you right now, there's no room where I can comfortably speak. There's no room where I can talk to people. I can exchange pleasantries. There's no room where I can network. Toastmasters greatly helped me to do that because I see myself as a light. I see myself as someone that is blessed. I see myself as someone that is full of empathy. And I see myself as someone that is full of positive aura, that anywhere I go to, I'm a light, I'm a force. So Toastmasters greatly helped me to, to see those things that I have been shying away to acknowledge as a young teenager way back then. So perhaps some of the people that you knew in your past didn't recognize you anymore. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Some of them are in shock. (laughs) So that was your club in Nigeria. Now you find yourself in Canada and Bedford, Nova Scotia. What motivated you to move to Nova Scotia? What, What was that experience like? So I wanted to leave my comfort zone. I wanted to learn about different uh, different culture, different background. I wanted to, to also grow and improve my, my personal development as well. So I know there's a saying that when you live in your comfort zone, you might be missing out and there are some things out there. You might not be reaching your full potential because you're more a little bit relaxed. So I wanted to learn about different culture, different languages. I wanted to have a foreign skill experience as well. So I chose Canada. Then that's I migrated here. Wow. How did you find the Toastmasters Club in Bedford? How did it help you perhaps get more acclimatized to to Canada? So I what I did was to I, I did some couple of research about Toastmasters Club around me as well. And uh, I went to some clubs, club meetings. I some, some I did virtually, some I did in person. When I went to Bedford Basin Toastmasters Club, they were fully involved. I saw how fully they involved they are. And I saw as being a girl that was, you know, was thrown a table topic question and which I was really interested in. I saw the love. I saw the empathy. I saw the way they involved members, both old and new members, or both those who are not even, who doesn't really know deep about Toastmasters. I said, this is the club for me. That's why I got interested I mean, obviously, when you move to a new place, it's always nice to get to know people. And of course, obviously, as soon as you join Toastmasters, you realize that you've got friends already. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I will say that the club members, we are really fully involved. They talk, they share their stories and greatly help me understand how people, you know, interact well and how people integrate fully in Canada. Jane, you mentioned in the article that it says here, and I'll just read the quote, it says, I faced several job application rejections and failed interviews, so I decided to overcome these problems by participating in club meetings. And I'm curious, what aspect of the club meetings directly impacted your ability to overcome this problem? You know, I really love table topics, uh, table topic session because it really helped my impromptu speaking, my ability for me to be able to speak on the feet with, without preparation. Uh, yeah, networking as well. After the end of the meeting, we get with the talk, you know, exchange call card, exchange phone numbers with members, talk about uh, members, members talk about where they work, where they do, what they like. You know, I had a couple of friends outside the club as well who became, that I met in, the, in Beautiful Business Toastmasters as well, one of my friends. So that really helped my networking skills. And I became all, more and more and more friendly because when I go to meetings, People go to, oh, Jane, I love to meet you. I love the way you speak. I want to have a contact. So that really improved my networking skills as well. Excellent. Now, also in the article, you say you're continuing to build up resilience. How are you doing that? (laughs) 
Well, when I found out that resilient skill is a must-have skill that we need in today's world because the th- things are changing every day, uh, I became very intentional in using my resilient skills because obstacles, roadblocks are inevitable. So I've been able to build my resilient skills through, you know, saying positive affirmation to myself every day. Every day when I wake up, I say about 20 beautiful, beautiful positive things about myself every day. And that really gives me that inner motivation I need. That really pumps me up to, to be able to face and keep moving, face my day, keep moving no matter what is coming, keep moving and keep striving. And also become very dedicated to my own creator as well. Became very close to my to my in terms of my spiritual life, my spirituality. I take my spirituality very seriously. Also give me the ability to be able to be kind to people as well. So I believe even if you're facing a tough situation, you're going through a rough path, I believe how you can quickly leave and leave or jump out of that situation is by showing kindness along your way. As you show kindness along your way, universe has a way of sending it back to you in your triple fold. So that has really greatly helped me a lot in building and enhancing my resilience skills. It's really work. What made you decide to take on a role of area director? I've always loved volunteering. I've always loved to to be able to help my local community right from time. I've always loved to add value to people. I've always loved to teach people as well. So I, I greatly believe that a communication skills is uh, is a must-have skills we need in today's world. You should be able to have the ability to sell yourself. You should have the ability to be able to, to present yourself in a manner that's adding value to you as well. So I wanted to be able to touch people, coach members, coach club officers, let them know how amazing they are, let them know that they can, they will be able to do the things that they put their mind on if only they believe in themselves. So being an area director gave me that avenue to reach out to club president, club vice president, the treasurer, give them the, the tips that I have used those past years to be able to be the woman I am today, able to share those tips, my life journey with them, and able to coach them about communication, able to let them know about Toastmasters, how they can use Toastmasters to bring light to their path and that way. And I was able to do that to the seven international clubs that I coach in Canada. And and um, I won an area director award for that. And, and I never expected that, but I was really grateful for the opportunity to be able to touch people, touch club members and my district as a whole. You're so inspiring and you see, just seem so positive and so encouraging. And I, in the article, you say, I am reaching my full potential, which means that you continue to do so, so that you feel that you're never there. You're, you're always going to be going forward. So what's next for Jane? What's next is for me to keep moving, to keep believing in myself, to keep striving. I have some couple of clubs right now in Africa that I'm currently trying to coach I have some couple of clubs in pipeline that I'm trying to make them to chatter. I'm trying to see how to bring more, more members to Toastmasters because Toastmasters has really greatly helped me a lot. So I want to preach that word. I want to push people out there. And I've been doing that even on my social media platform. Talk about Toastmasters. That Toastmasters really help you a lot. So I am doing that. That's excellent. Now, obviously, Toastmasters has transformed you. You've learned a lot over the years. You continue to learn. I'd like to ask you to just share perhaps one thing that you learned about yourself on this entire journey. One thing, there's so many things I learned about myself. It's really hard for me to pick one basic thing as well. When I said I want to do something and the ability to see it come to life, that was really amazing for me. When I said I want to do something and I write it down as a part of my plan and I walk towards it, the thing it's on, it's on life, it really struck me and there's a kind of 
goosebumps that come out of my body and saying that, Jane, why did I have to limit myself way back as a teenager then? So anything is possible if you truly put your mind in it. Wonderful. That's sage advice. So folks, if you've enjoyed this episode and have been inspired by Jane's journey, I encourage you to share this episode with family and friends. You can find the Toastmasters podcast at toastmasterspodcast.com, toastmasters.org, Google, Apple, Spotify, and truly anywhere you get your podcasts. Now, Jane, I understand that there's a little something that you would like to add. Please go ahead. I just want to thanks to my parents, to my brothers for always being there, and to the team Christer, the team Kaede, the team Chidi, the team Kubi Yangana, all to all Toastmasters Nigeria. Keep the light burning. Thank you all for being there as well. You truly all inspired me. Yeah. Coaches and mentors are just wonderful in Toastmasters. I have some that have become just great friends over the years, and I'm very grateful to, to have them. And finally, Jane, if someone wants to reach out to you in Nova Scotia, or perhaps they have some leads to help charter some clubs in Nigeria, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? So you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. My name is Jane Osemingay. Just, just search for me on LinkedIn as well. And you can also reach out to my email address. Yeah, we'll certainly put that information into the show notes. And don't forget to check out Jane's article, Reaching My Full Potential, Toastmasters Help Me Find My Confidence and Enhance My Career in the My Turn section in the October 2023 issue of the Toastmaster magazine. Jane Osamegi, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and wish you all the best on your continued journey. Thank you so much, Greg. Ever imagined a book written just for you? Introducing Pooks.ai. We're not just another bookstore. We're the future of reading. Our state-of-the-art AI adapts each book to your specific needs, creating a personalized masterpiece. Visit Pooks.ai now. That's P-O-O-K-S dot A-I. And use the promotion code SPOTIFY for a whopping 50% off. Pooks.ai. Your personalized book awaits.